I'd like to acknowledge that this podcast episode was recorded on the traditional unceded territory of the Musqueam, Tsleil-Waututh, and Squamish First Nations. Welcome to the Initiative Podcast, where we explore diversity and culture in beautiful British Columbia. Today we have a very special episode with Clara. Hi, Clara. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good, thanks. And today we are going to discuss this program that we partook in together. That's how we actually met. It's the Downey Wenjack Fund's Youth Ambassador Program. So a bit of background on the Downey Wenjack Fund. It is a organization that was inspired by Chenny Wenjack, a 12-year-old Ojibwe boy. It was inspired by his story because he tried to walk the 600 kilometers back home from his residential school in Ontario. And unfortunately, um, he unfortunately passed away before he could complete the journey. But his story has been really inspiring to um, this organization was mainly created by Gord Downey, a member of the Tragically Hip. And before he passed away, he created this fund along with the Wenjack family. And it aims to bring cultural understanding and create a path towards reconciliation between Indigenous and non-Indigenous people, which I think is really wonderful. And so the Youth Ambassador Program is a new program that the Downey Wenjack Fund created this year. And so in the four weeks of August, we learned about Indigenous culture, oral histories, land acknowledgements, um, different traditions, and also we were able to learn about communication and networking skills. And we also got to create reconciliations, which are meaningful acts towards reconciliation. So Clara and I will be talking a bit about our reconciliations today. Yeah, so I'll give Clara a little bit of time to introduce herself, and then we will start discussing the program. So Clara, I'll let you take the floor. Thank you so much, Ella. Hi, I'm Claire. I'm from Ladysmith, BC, on the unceded territory of the Shemina's First Peoples. I'm so excited to be here today. So yeah, me and Ella met through DWF, which was an amazing program, and I highly suggest everyone go look at their website. They are amazing. Um, the program was such a wonderful experience getting to learn so much about Indigenous culture. Um, my favorite part was probably um, learning about the tradition and communication skills that we um we learned and uh, also I really love learning about land acknowledgements and their oral histories. We had so many amazing guest speakers and everything. It was just such a wonderful experience. Yeah, I agree. It was really such a unique thing for us to go through. And so I was curious to know, how did you find out about the Youth Ambassador Program? Absolutely. Yeah. So I first found out about the program through my school, actually. They are unfortunately not a, um, a legacy school yet. We are working on that. Uh, but they emailed out um, kind of the resume they were looking for to all the students, and they really encouraged us to apply. And I was really nervous at first. I thought, I'm probably not going to get in. Um, but it was just such an amazing program, and I really, really wanted to learn more about um, Indigenous um culture, art, and history, and this program was just such a perfect thing for that, so yeah. Yeah, that's wonderful that you were able to get that opportunity, and that um, you learned about that through your school, and I agree, it was certainly uh, such a great way for us to learn more about how to communicate with Indigenous people, and um, communicating reconciliation as well. And you already briefly mentioned this in your introduction, but I wanted to know what was 
your favorite part? Like, what did you like most about the program? Oh, I love the educational aspect for sure. Um, I've always been trying to educate myself on Indigenous history and issues, and this program provided an immense amount of knowledge. Um, I loved all the workshops and the lectures provided. Uh, the guest artists and speakers were just so amazing, and hearing their stories and like sharing their piece was just so wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And did you have a particular favorite guest speaker? Um, I really enjoyed Patrick Hunter's workshop. It was amazing. Mm. Um, I love learning about his grandfather teachings. Um, it was just so cool getting to paint, talk, and just like really learn. Yeah, I agree. Like, we had the opportunity to participate in a workshop, painting workshop with Patrick Hunter, who is an artist, and I believe he is located in Ontario. And so we got to paint some grandfather feathers, which was such a fun and relaxing experience, especially amidst such heavy content, and which I think was a good sort of brain break in between the program. And after completing the program, do you think, how has your view of Canada and reconciliation changed since you participated in the program? Well, since participating in the program, I definitely feel as if I have a lot more knowledge on what reconciliation is and how to promote it within my community um, and within Canada. But I also see how far Canada has to go towards reconciliation. Um, you know, just making sure that everyone really is educated on the subject. And this program really helped me figure out ways that I can bring forward that knowledge to people who might not know a lot about reconciliation and what it is and why we do it. Yeah, 100%. And um, I also mentioned earlier, we were required to propose a reconciliation. And I was going to just follow up on that with you. So what are you planning to do to promote reconciliation now that the program has ended? Well, now that the program has ended, I plan on moving forward with my reconciliation project that we actually started within the program. Mm -hmm. um, my pro project was about um, installing a literature and arts um, event within my school district, encouraging students from K-12 to get out there um, and respond to one of the topics that the event would provide. The topics uh, circle around Indigenous history, culture, um, Indigenous issues and raising awareness, reconciliation, and then also answering uh, one of the 94 calls to action. Students would be given the opportunity to answer one of these um, prompts in any form they choose. They could write an essay, write a poem, they could make a sculpture, a painting, they could do any form of digital presentation. Um, and yeah, so the students would have a couple months to get that all together. Our resources would be supplied um, from the school board and the school district. Um, it would be Indigenous informed information to make sure that the sources were right and students would just be able to further educate themselves on these topics. And then we'd have a little event at the very end showcasing all the um, submissions from the school district, which is such a cool thing. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds so fun. That just sounds like an amazing experience. And I think that that could really get a lot of people engaged in reconciliation just from connecting through art, you know? For sure, yeah. Yeah, and um, I think that for the most part is a lot of what we had to say about the program. It was a really incredible program, and I encourage anyone who is interested to apply for next summer because it's really a very unique experience, and there were just so many participants from all over Canada 
um, quite a few from Ontario and a few from BC, including Clara and I. And so if you're interested, definitely check out the Downey One Jack Funds website. And you can also view their artist ambassadors who are who may be guest speakers at your school and investing in that is also an incredible opportunity and also looking into the legacy school program as Clara aforementioned it is a program for schools to register in and it includes indigenous culture and history and reconciliation into the curriculum and how you can support reconciliation and so if your school is not yet registered or a school in your area is not yet registered, that is something that you can definitely look into. And yeah, thank you so much, Clara. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, and I just um, realized I forgot to mention Legacy Spaces if you wanted to touch briefly on that. Oh yeah, for sure. Sorry. Um, yeah, <laughs> so Legacy Spaces are another part of the DWF program. Um, they are spaces within your community that promote um, education as well as um, raising awareness. Uh, I'm not sure if there are some in Vancouver. I know we are trying to work on one here in Ladysmith and working with my mayor right now to install that, but uh, Legacy Spaces and the Legacy Space program is definitely something everyone else should look into. It's part of DWF. Um, it's a really amazing program um, and it's a really cool thing if you can install it in your community and stuff. Yeah, 100%. That sounds wonderful like having that sort of space yeah so thank you again so much Clara it's been really great being able to talk to you about the program and what you enjoyed about it and um, encouraging others to sign up so thank you once again well thank you so much for having me yeah all right this has been a very special episode of the initiative podcast and stay tuned for more episodes coming soon see ya that was so cool. I, I love that. You're so organized. Oh my gosh, you sent the email with the invite. I had it on my computer. My computer was like counting down. It was like, you have five minutes. You have 10 minutes. Oh and it my was gosh. stressing me out. I'm like, okay, fine. I'll just log in now. <laughs> I didn't even realize that that was set up, but um, I also got the notification too. It was like, in 30 minutes, you have this interview. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I was running around like, oh my God, it's counting me down. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's um, staying on you on that. It was. You know, I need that for my life. I'm a little bit, a little bit behind, but that's okay.